0: Learn more about Messianic Judaism and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His word. So one day, a group of scientists got together and decided that humanity had come a long way and no longer needed God. Can you believe that? So they picked one scientist to go and tell him that they could do everything he could do. Right, there's kind of a song about that. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, that's what they were saying to God. Can you imagine? So uh, the scientist walked up to God and said, God, we can do everything you can do. We're to the point where we can clone people, we can manipulate atoms, we can build molecules, we can fly through space and do other miraculous things. God listened very patiently and kindly to the man. After the scientist was done talking, God said, very well, how about this? before i go let's say we have a, a human making contest what do you think to which the scientist replied okay yeah we can handle that yeah we can make people but god's added we're going to do it just like we did it in the days uh, of of adam right do you remember how god did it with adam how did he make the human from the dust right so the scientist said he, he had read Genesis apparently so he said sure no problem and he bent down and picked up a handful of dirt and he was so excited and God wagged a finger at him and said uh, 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 put that down make your own dirt <laughs> so we can see from this story that creation is complicated yeah Like the foolish scientists in our pride, we might think that creation is simple. Doing something new is easy, but it's not. It requires more than just common wisdom. When God creates, there is often a tearing and a repairing. Let's say that together with some hand gestures, right? Creation involves tearing and repairing. Oh, very nice. You wanna do it again? Tearing. And repairing. Oh, that looks beautiful. Okay. All right. Well, what do I mean? Let's take the classic line in this week's foundational parsha, Bere Sheet, in the beginning. After Eve is created from Adam's rib, this is what the Torah says in Genesis 2 24. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife. Leaves and clings. And they become one flesh, leave and cleave, tear and repair, right? The tearing is right there, and the repairing is right there. Or weren't you aware that when the life you share as a beautiful pair means you tear and repair? It doesn't seem fair, but it's not too much to bear, so don't just stare. Pull up a chair, but don't pull out your hair, or you'll end up like some rabbi somewhere. Or maybe Eric. That was a, that was a <laughs> slant rhyme. Where was I? What was I talking about? Okay, uh, yes, leave and cleave, tear and repair. The tearing, of course, is from the parents, the family of origin, and the repairing is the creation of a new family sounds complicated doesn't it and anyone that's married will tell you yes it is it is complicated because you're combining two people with two different families of origin two different perspectives two different lives and you're creating one life don't get me wrong it's a beautiful thing i love you right but it's complicated because it's creation you're creating a new life A new family a new household my mother's communication to me growing up was overwhelmingly supportive she not only schlepped me everywhere to have great experiences but she was very affirming even into my teenage years once when she was visiting me unannounced by the way in college she said to one of my friends have you seen my David swing a tennis racket It's a thing of beauty. (laughs) So this was the kind of communication I was used to. And whatever you grow up with, you know, that's what you think is normal. My wife's family has a very different style of communication. When they show love, they give godly wisdom and counsel. They communicate honestly and with love in order to see others shine and do well. And this is often how my wife communicates with me. When we got married I had to tear away from my family of origin and rebuild a new relationship with her and that was difficult but rewarding. In some ways this is kind of like learning to speak another language right for your spouse i had to learn to appreciate and interpret loving wisdom and counsel and my wife had to do the same with loving affirmation because that's what i brought to the table and now we understand each other and we respect what we got from our families of origin right but when god creates something new it's challenging right and it can be uncomfortable but it means new life it's a good thing it's a good thing when I do a Jewish wedding uh, there's an explanation that I often give of the shattering of the glass you know they they stomp on the glass at the end Uh, so I've done a couple weddings and, and this is what I like to say at the end it is traditional for the groom to step on a glass, shattering it into so many pieces that it cannot be put back together the way it was before. This is symbolic of your marriage, in which you are creating one new life out of two that can never go back to the way it was before, but only forward. Isn't that, isn't that kind of nice? it's a nice picture right sometimes couples will take the glass that's shattered at, at a Jewish wedding and there are a few companies actually quite a few that will take that shattered glass and turn it into a mezuzah right which is the the um, the little um, <laughs> it's a mezuzah right a mezuzah is a mezuzah I can't explain it with a Hebrew word though it's the um the little thing that you put on the doorpost where you put scripture inside you put the shema and you kiss it as you enter and you it's it's indicative of a Jewish home and so this mezuzah right the doorpost would have the uh, shattered glass right, but now reflecting a beautiful light, right, and, and, and containing the Torah, and it's kind of a beautiful image. Here's an example of a mezuzah made out of broken wedding glass, right, you can see it in there, you know, the groom went like this, he thought he was done with it, no, 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 we're going to take that, we're going to tear it, and we're going to repair it into something amazing for our new home together. Any new beginning has challenges in the creation story that we read this week God Conquers the forces of chaos and disorder to bring order and life You think that's easy? Well, maybe for God, but you know for us. It's it would it would be it'd be challenging We don't want to be like the arrogant scientist, right? It's not easy, but for God it is easy because he's so far above the forces of chaos and destruction but uh, we're, we're also doing something similar in our lives. In the UMJC Parsha commentary this week, Rabbi Stuart Dowerman says this, quote, The beginning of chapter 1 of Genesis pictures the situation God is addressing at the very beginning of things. The earth was unformed and void, darkness was on the face of the deep. God then begins making order out of chaos, separating light from darkness, waters from waters, with both the sky and the dry land appearing. What is the lesson for us? For each of us, from childhood on, life challenges us to bring order out of chaos. This is a manifestation of our kinship with Adonai, in whose image we are made. If we want to live a rewarding, productive life, we must accept that chaos is always pressing in on us. Our life will be freer and more rewarding to the degree that we do as Hashem did here, making order in the midst of chaos." rabbi stewart is reminding us that repairing involves wrestling with the forces of chaos to bring order and stability as god does in the creation story so that we could we should see that we should have grace for ourselves right have grace for ourselves when doing something new because You know there's forces out there that make it hard right you have to tear and repair you're not just building you have to deconstruct in order to construct many times and creating something new requires uh, chutzpah right it requires gumption it requires uh, a spiritual gift that I talked to Henry about and the spiritual gift is hanging in there remember that one who has that spiritual gift yeah you got that that's I was going through uh, some things uh, maybe like five years ago and uh, one of my mentors uh, sent me an email and he's like I don't know if I ever told you about this spiritual gift but it's very important it's a spiritual gift of hanging in there right that's what it requires agency chutzpah gumption we got to you know put our hands to work sometimes how about the birth of a child right is it isn't this a tearing and repairing it's the same thing it's a great thing one of the most amazing things to happen in my life and Sonia's life but the process of moving a baby from inside the mother to outside the mother is traumatic and strenuous and emotionally physically mentally and spiritually intense and not just for the dad All, you know, for the mother as well. <laughs> Dope. You didn't bring tomatoes, did you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Help me get through this, Lord. Many women experience uh, a lot of issues postpartum, right? Both medical and mental, and this while they're taking care of a baby, right? I have immense respect, in all seriousness, immense respect for my wife and all mothers because of the strength and joy and love they exude in the face of big challenges. There's a lot of chaos, right? And they're bringing a lot of order and love into that situation in Leviticus 12 it describes uh, that if a woman gives birth she is quote-unquote unclean for a time and that means she can't come into the holy temple and after she waits she brings a burnt offering and a sin offering to be cleansed from the discharge of blood I've often read this passage and and wondered about this right isn't it kind of strike you as odd uh, the reason for purification and offerings for giving for giving birth. I mean, that's not that's surely not a sin, right? <laughs> You're bringing forth life. So what else, what else is going on here, right? Well, Leviticus is a book that describes the direction of holiness, and it uses bodily fluid to represent the life force. Oftentimes, this is blood, right? When the life force comes out of a person, it makes them ritually unclean, that is, unable to be in the holy area of the temple. And the offerings cleanse and repair from this dramatic event, of, of the life force or in this case the creation of life we see a tearing of the child from the womb to the world and then a spiritual repairing with the burnt offering and the sin offering I believe that the Levitical code is acknowledging the intense transformation that comes when God creates new life through a mother the Torah the Torah gives us a physical representation of the spiritual repairing that that happens in the burnt offering and the sin offering offerings we know from Leviticus and from the New Testament what does an offering do it brings restoration and the best offering that we know is what the self offering of Yeshua on the tree his self offering of his own life and his own blood, right? His own life force. What does that do? It brings us restoration. He was torn so we could be repaired. It brings repair to our lives and it repairs, it restores our relationship with God, doesn't it? When we receive Yeshua and his sacrifice, right? But there's also little things. What about when we wake up each morning? That's a new beginning right sometimes we have to tear off some worries of yesterday because yesterday is trying to creep into today isn't it right so if we're going to repair the world today we got to tear off the yesterday but this can be complicated maybe we have to forgive somebody i've woken up you know thinking about oh i can't believe that happened nope you know <laughs> we have to forgive right maybe we have to ask God to forgive us maybe oh I can't believe I did that I'm you know I, I made a mistake right you can't bring the mistakes of yesterday into today you got to tear that off right so we have to ask God to forgive us right maybe we have to put off a tear off a, a regret something we didn't do or a worry right from our past in order to do something new with God today lamentations 3:23 reminds us that his mercies are what new every morning yeah that's right a new beginning can be challenging but also rewarding right because now you're partnering with hashem and repairing your new day what about receiving yeshua as our king and our messiah that can be challenging for us especially for jewish people but really for anyone There's a tearing off of our old ways, our idols, our selfishness, and a repairing of our relationship with God. But this happens not just when we originally receive Yeshua, but it also happens every day. It happens every time we repent, every time we start a new project. Every change or new beginning requires a leaving and cleaving, a tearing and repairing. You didn't do with me, a tearing and repairing okay now I know you're with me there's another nugget from this week's Parsha that is it's such a foundational idea and uh, here it is this is from Genesis 1:27. God created humankind in his image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them this is a profound statement uh, but one of the meanings is that we imitate God right we're made in his image so we do what he does Uh, Just as God tears and repairs in creation, so we do what? We imitate him. Hashem tears the chaos and darkness and and brings order, light, repair, and a world teeming with life and love in the Genesis story. Right, isn't that what he does? In the beginning, there was chaos, right, darkness, and he brings order, right? And then he does that by his word, by his action right? And that's what we do. We imitate him. Not as well, right? We partner with him. We're the junior partners, but we're made in his image. So we're supposed to repair his good world under his kingship. The repairing of what is broken in this world is a Jewish ethic. It's called tikkun olam. Can you say that with me? Tikkun olam. It's the repairing or the restoring of the world. So what is something that God is calling you to repair this week? Is there a broken relationship? A a part of your own soul? This week's Parsha describes that God made humans in his image to restore and repair his good world back to him. We are little repairers who imitate the big repairer with a capital R. So let's close with one last beautiful thing we can repair, ourselves. This is from the New Covenant Parsha, the opening chapter of John's Gospel. And uh, Clarine actually read it, um, read this part. Referring to Yeshua, this is what it says in John 1, verse 12. But whoever did receive him, let's say it together. But whoever did receive him, those trusting in his name, to these he gave the right to become children of God. Let's read it again. But whoever did receive him, those trusting in his name, To these he gave the right to become children of God. Beloved, you are children of God through trusting in Yeshua. That is our primary identity. That's at the center of our hearts. Let's tear off the other stuff, the false pieces of our identity. We're not comprised of the mistakes that we made. They may seem big. But that's not who we are if we tear this off and repair our sense of self that means we can make mistakes and move forward don't we want to do that we want to make mistakes because we're human but we want to move forward we want to learn from them right we don't want it to define us right on the other hand our name our sense of self is also not what we've accomplished Right? It's not all our accolades. It's not everything great that anyone ever said to us. We are not even our strengths. Earlier, I preached on uh, the idea that Yeshua is priest, Yeshua is prophet, Yeshua is shepherd, and Yeshua is king. And I did a whole sermon series on it and how we can see our strengths by looking at him provided we walk in humility. But even these strengths, even this this reflecting of who God is right is not the core of our identity at our core who are we children of God that's right we're his beloved kids yeah amen Aviel. <laughs> God looks at me similar to the way I look at my son similar but even more so because his father's love is all-consuming so let's tear off these false parts of ourselves right mostly the the regrets the mistakes and the ego right and then submit to God's loving definition of who we are we are children of God yes I'm a father and a rabbi and a few other things as well but those are connected to the center right but those aren't the center of who I am the core of who I am is a child of God through Yeshua and we may need to tear off other things like mistakes or accomplishments to repair our own souls, to begin this year afresh. That way we're not clinging to the past and we're not clinging to our ego, but we're clinging to who? Yeshua, clinging to Yeshua and his love for us. I believe this is the first step toward gardening our strengths. If we're gonna garden our strengths this year, we have gotta know who we are in Messiah. Therefore, if anyone is in Messiah, he or she is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Second Corinthians 517. So let's leave some old things behind and cling, cling, cleave to Yeshua. For those of us who are married or maybe hoping to get married, let's allow ourselves to learn a new language of communication and love. That our partner grew up with right let's tear off the one that we we had and let's cling to the communication of our spouse right because that's what it's about let's come alongside new mothers and new fathers and encourage them in the amazing transformation that has occurred right let's encourage new mothers especially you know that this, this, is, this is amazing, this is new life, right? But it's complicated, but God is with you. And uh, maybe you can help someone else, encourage them to see what they need to tear off, something that's dragging them down, and help them to repair into something new and beautiful. And maybe you can help yourself do that. Maybe you can encourage yourself someone else that we are God's beloved children so let's repair our relationships especially our relationship with God through trusting in Yeshua the Messiah amen all right let's pray Abba we thank you for the principles in the creation story of tearing and repairing and we thank you that you're faithful to us through Yeshua and uh, we just wanna partner with you, Lord. We wanna walk in our strengths, but we want to, even more so, we want to repair our own relationship with you, and if there's anything that we're holding onto from our past, any mistakes or any ego, uh, we just give that up to you, Lord, and we wanna define ourselves as, as, your, as your kids, as your children. And uh, help us to be junior partners uh, to tear and repair uh, restore your good world back to you under your authority and under your wisdom and teaching through Yeshua the Messiah. In his name we pray. Amen.